1: Back to Old School with D.P. and J. on 93.7 The Ticket and
0: ticketfm.com. What up? We're back. J. Foreman, Austin Orman, Old School. We want to thank uh, Nick Sainert for, for popping in here. And then also uh, Kevin Meyer, Meyer Cork and Bottle coming in like he does every Thursday. Bringing in a wealth of knowledge, uh, great beverages, and also great energy. So if you get a chance, check him out. Go down there. Great prices. Uh, great options as well. And uh, like I said, I went down there um, when we did the uh, live remote for the uh, pre-post game and during the game um, with me and Nick and uh, obviously, you know, he had a lot of stuff and uh, definitely everybody in the garage had a had a great time. So I always enjoy seeing Kevin um, doing bigger and better things every single time we see him. So, um, you know, what he brought in um, today was obviously really, really good. But we got a quick segment. Um, and then we got Upside Bar and Grill coming in. Uh, talk about maybe some uh, specials, and also they have—I think—they have a UFC fight this weekend. Volkanovski against Tapuria is the main uh, event, UFC 298. So, but before that, it was supposed to be a UFC type of fight last night for the women's basketball team, but it looked like it was one-sided in the in a heavyweight battle. It was Ohio State. Uh, taking it to uh, Nebraska to the tune of 80 to 47. Ohio state is number two in the nation. Um, Everybody talks about Caitlin Clark, but Ohio state is a serious basketball team. Um, I've watched them a couple of times. Obviously they, they, you know, they kind of came into national prominence under the radar, but definitely was on the forefront when uh, they upset Iowa at that time. And Caitlin Clark had to run in with the, the fan and all this other stuff. But that's not just it. Um they were up on Nebraska early, you know, it was 14-7 after the first uh the first quarter, then going into halftime 33 to 19, and then continue to have a 14 point lead or add on 14 more points of the tune of how do you finish the half, how you start a half, 29-15 essentially the game's over uh after well, well, well over and then you end up losing by uh, 33 points. Do I think that was the best Nebraska played? No, I think Nebraska Probably played its worst game of the year, but I think Ohio State was definitely ready for Nebraska. And I would say Nebraska might have been ripe for the picking because they were coming off of the huge upset against Iowa, you know, rushing the court, stopping Caitlin Clark from getting the records, so forth and so on. Hadn't beaten Caitlin Clark Mm -hmm. ever uh, while she's been at Iowa, and you do it. And then the next thing you do, next thing you know, you got to go on the road to a team that's waiting, ready hyper-focused for you because they want to keep their number two ranking. Um, but then also they want to set the tone for the rest of their season and you run into a buzzsaw. And when you look at it, uh, Nebraska only had 50 shots, right? So that means the defense, they were stifling. And then you just look at 30 turnovers. Nebraska uh, at times have had troubles with turnovers, Austin, but never to the tune of 30. Now, Ohio State had a lot to do with it. But I also think that Nebraska had a lot to do with it as well. The focus... The, uh, you know, the little bit more, you you got to go get the ball. You got to own the ball. You got to run through contact to get it. They, Ohio State runs, uh, they, they play up-tempo, full-court mm-hmm. pressure. Um, so they try to wear you down and then they're athletically gifted and they can get out and run the break and play a, a half-court offense that they want. And then for Ohio State, you got to think for them, they shot 43% from three and that's not their game. So mm-hmm. they should, I mean, so they played, um, you know, a really good game and only, you know, It's eyesore for them. They were 7-13 from the free throw line. Woof. Yeah. Just
1: That's one that really I think it's closer to burn the tape than anything. Um, Some of the turnovers were effort turnovers, trying too hard to make a play. Some of them were soft, right? Lazy, getting overwhelmed, I think, by the moment and by the the name on the front of the jersey to some degree. And it it wasn't just one person, right? It was everyone. You look at the starting lineup, the only player who didn't have a turnover – was Kendall Moriarty right? I mean, otherwise, other than that, you have three from Markowski, seven from Jazz Shelley. Um, had as many turnovers as missed shots. Right, right. That, that's yeah. a problem. Four out of uh, freshman Natalie Potts, and then two more out of, of Darian White. Pretty much everyone who played turned the ball over. Yeah,
0: I mean, it, it's you, you can't point to one position group, one one person, or one player. It was just their worst game. Everybody didn't play well, and that happens sometimes. I think mm-hmm. it was. Just, you know, that day. Um, but then also I think Ohio State had a lot to do with it. Look, they had 15 steals, dude. Mm-hmm. 15 steals. 15 steals. So that lets you know the pressure. And then also what pressure doesn't – What people always think pressure is on-ball defense. They steal it, get a layup, and all that. Pressure makes you make mistakes, turnovers or bad shots. I also think that some of the threes that they forced Nebraska to take, which obviously hurt their three-point percentage, mm-hmm. were just as, uh, I guess, good for Ohio State – as turnovers, right? Ohio State's extremely quick on the defensive side of the, a rebound of the ball. They're able to get that ball, and, and I call it jam it down your throat, mm-hmm. whether it's getting a fast break point or a secondary fast break or get into your offense after secondary fast break and getting a good shot. So they were really you know, hitting on all cylinders. Um, so it's a tough loss, I'm sure. Um, Nebraska, you know, I think, it, you know, will, will eat. either you know i think they need to look at parts of this tape they do right you you could look at it okay you know okay we got to withstand their their storm okay we're 14 set we're down 14 set okay realistically we're down 14 at halftime
1: guess who else you were down 14 to
0: right Uh, half half And, and okay they're at home they're playing at a high clip you know they're really efficient we aren't but we're we're lucky enough where it's not a 34 point lead okay Mm -hmm. well let's look out let's look at how we let ohio state double the deficit in one quarter Mm -hmm. so if you focus on maybe how you ended the half and then that third quarter you'll get more out of it uh versus sitting there and watching a you know a bludgeon and to kind of beat it into them so essentially you got to get back to the basics everybody's got to kind of you know, own this and 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 use it in in a good way, but then also don't run from it because I think sometimes mm-hmm. um, burning the tape, if, especially with this amount of turnovers, and it's not. You know, I think one thing Coach Williams um, will do and and could do is you address the turnovers and say, you know, whether we were not being aggressive or a little nervous or scared because you do have some young players out there, right? Um, and you start to kind of see ghosts per se start to anticipate, maybe try to play too quick or too, too perfect. You use it, you, you know, you don't demean them after that, right? Cause they already probably feeling bad, you know, that you have turnovers, the bad night at the office. So what you do is say, look, Hey, are we better in this? What were you seeing here? This is what I think you're seeing. What were you seeing? So talk it, talk it almost like a therapy session, mm. not to say it's okay. Well, let's talk about it to make sure we don't never do it again. Because once you've shown the inability to handle this type of pressure, you're going to get it again.
1: It's blood in the water. Right. So you, so you
0: got to rectify it, and you got to rectify it right now. And that's why I say you don't burn the tape. There's too much season left. And teams, even when they make the NCAA tournament or possibly in the Big Ten tournament, are going to reference this game. So mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is to address it in pieces and use it as learning tools to move forward.
1: And all of it should be fixable, right? A ball fake here or there. Right. a not dribbling into their trap. And yeah, right. who do you choose to attack yeah. you know, in the pressure that they throw out there? It's dribbling with your head up, right? How many times did Ohio State, you know, bring that second player as soon as the head went down right. to poke that ball free? There's a lot of ways to fix it that are all very simple things. Yeah. Nebraska is still a good basketball team. Last night doesn't change that. It's disappointing coming off the Iowa game. Sure. You know, for the same reason we've talked about it being disappointing for the men. Right? right? You have such a big win. You have a chance to build momentum. And even if you know it looks something like, say, the Illinois game did for the men, where you fought, you gave a legitimate top ten team. In this case, a top two team in the country, a challenge on the road right. it sucks to lose. You would love another resume you know topping win like this, but at least you can say, "Hey, we know what we have to clean up. If we can be one yeah. or two plays better, we're in it but nothing that that this team sees on tape should be something that you know scares them right because it should all be pretty simply fixable
0: yeah especially because i think a lot a lot of it well over 50 percent are self inflicted wounds and mm-hmm. so um also look at it like okay there's different ways you know sometimes against their trap when they're coming even if you have your head down you know one thing that doesn't get taught a lot is to step through a, a double team you know this that's, yeah. that's probably the best move because uh, there's you know, not a lot of
1: good traps out right. there split them
0: right split them because with lengths what do people do usually have their hands up or, or pretty much waist high if you, you split split them it actually takes their hands away mm-hmm. because they're not used to it. Mm-hmm. So really try to find ways to, to beat the press or beat, or beat the pressure a couple times, which then will put teams back on their heels. And sometimes you want to be aggressive to it. Sometimes you want to be okay with if you make an aggressive play in the right read and get a shot up. And if you don't make it, that's fine because you're putting good positive uh, press-breaking memories into their bank or mm-hmm. pressure-breaking memories into their memory bank. So I think they just need to get back to the basics. And then really look at where fundamentally they might have went wrong, maybe in their preparation or in their mindset going into this game, and maybe they weren't ready to go on the road to you know back to back big games against you know two top five teams. And it's a learning experience because you know realistically you could talk to this team, okay, what did we learn? We learn, okay, when we got a pretty good crowd, which we'll probably have even if we're on um, you know somewhere else in the in the NCAA tournament. And say we do get past that first round, okay? How can we? What do we need to do to make sure that we are showing up the right with the right focus and intensity the next round? How do we have, How do we put together two back to back games? Because equivalent, you, you really what you want to say is every team from when you get into the Big Ten tournament, you want to treat them as you're playing against Iowa, Ohio State, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Everybody is mm-hmm. is win or go home because that's the mentality that you're going have to have um, when they get into hopefully get into the NCAA tournament. So. Yeah, you know, it's one of those losses that, you know, it's not um, indicative of how they played, um, but it's something that they just got to learn from and, and deal with. So onward and upward, but uh, definitely don't run from it, just like you didn't run from the praise and stuff like that just a week ago. Things can change, and so the only thing that you can do is change what can possibly happen in the future. So that's a good first segment. We're going to go to a quick break, and then we got Upside Bar and Lounge coming in. Jay Foreman, Austin Norman, old school. We'll be right back.
1: Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.